The Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contest, including our NFL Win Titles Contest, with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. That's the promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. That's only available on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. You're listening to a bonus edition of the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, covering a hand-picked selection of games from the second round of the Carabao Cup. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on X or on Twitter, if you're still calling it that, at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can also follow my other Twitter account where I tweet about all sports and where I post my monthly PL. That is at LockBangX. That's at LockBangX. My monthly PL will always be the pin suite on that account. Actually, isn't at the moment because we need to change over from July to August. So we will be changing that in the next 48 to 72 hours. But soon you'll be able to see the month of August. But you don't need to scroll down to see all of the old spreadsheets. Just go to the website, lockbetting.com. My service has delivered 122, soon to be 123 months in a row of transparent track profit. What that means is for over a decade, I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting. I've had losing days. I've even had losing weeks. But I've never lost for an entire month. And I don't chase plays with... Silly five unit maxes or 10 unit or, te- or, or 10 star plays, five star plays, 10 unit maxes, whatever. Um, 20 unit whales, 25 unit, 50 unit player of the years. None of that. I do it all with a sensible bankroll. So anybody with a disposable income, and that's the important thing. You need to be responsible when you're gambling. Don't bet money you don't have. But if you have a disposable income to bet with, I have turned that disposable income into a profit every single month for over a decade, coming up to 123 months. So when you look at my spreadsheet, don't just have a look at the total. Have a look at how I've done it, the type of bets that I do. It's all very, very sensible. It's it's sensible bankroll management. That's the key. And I've managed to deliver a profit every single month doing it that way. If you're happy with what you see and only when you're happy with what you see, because I encourage you to do your due diligence. I'm one of the few people that are tracking and I'm one of the few people that actually encourage you to look at the tracking before you commit to anything then and only then hit me up on lockbetting.com or if you have any questions, shoot me a DM at X. 
So moving on with why we're here, and that's to look at a hand-picked selection of Carabao Cup games, because unlike normal years, we have teams like Chelsea and Tottenham playing in the second round of the Carabao Cup. So this is one of the most interesting Carabao Cup second rounds that we've ever had. We'll start with Tottenham because they have managed to get themselves an all-Premier League tie for the second round of the competition. Before we actually look at our first game, let's have a look at the outright winner's market here for the competition. Manchester City are the favourites here at 7-2. to two. The holders, Man United, are at 9-1, to one, but that's the same price as a cluster of teams. You've got Chelsea, Liverpool, Newcastle and Arsenal all also at 9-1, to one, with Tottenham at 14-1, Brighton 16-1, Villa 20-1, West Ham 20-1, Brentford 25-1 and everyone else bigger than 33-1. Now, I always, always make Manchester City an automatic bet to win this competition. It's always worth a sprinkle. Anywhere between 3-1 to one and 4-1, to one, I'll get involved with Manchester City because they are going to be an overwhelming favourite to win every single one of their games. Round three, round four, round five, they're going to be an overwhelming favourite. And every team is going to rotate here. When Manchester City rotate, it isn't going to make a significant difference. Who can tell me 100% with a hand on their heart what the Manchester City first eleven is. And despite the fact that they lost Gundogan and Mares and Laporte in the summer, and I think Cancelo's about to go to Barcelona, somehow their squad still looks like it's gotten stronger with Doku just recently coming in. They've also signed Gardviel from RB Leipzig. He's gone straight into the eleven. So somehow Manchester City are looking even stronger. Palmer's going to get game time here. That's an England under-21 player who's going to play for England one day. There's going to be more game time for Phil Foden. Alvarez is your replacement for Erling Haaland. That's not a significant downgrade. So I still believe that this team should be short of favourites and they have to be automatically backed. You're going to be able to hedge Manchester City for a decent profit any time after the quarterfinals. So once they get through to those semi-finals, you'll be able to hedge against that selection for a solid profit. And Manchester City will be in the semi-finals of this competition unless they get themselves a tricky away tie if they end up away to Liverpool, Arsenal or maybe even Manchester United and those teams are putting out a full-strength team against them because they want to have that scalp of Manchester City then perhaps that's how they'll go but if that doesn't happen they're a good bet and getting them at 7-2 to makes them a solid bet. I'm not interested in Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool and Newcastle or Arsenal, maybe Chelsea a little bit because they don't have those European commitments. But I don't think United, Newcastle or Arsenal are really going to go for this competition. Liverpool just don't anyway. Um, They're also going to have Europa League to contend with. I don't think Liverpool are going to go for this. And I also don't think they're going to go for the Europa League. I think they're going to be full on involved in the Premier League this season and trying to make sure they get back into the Champions League and maybe even push for the title after what we saw this weekend. Tottenham are my outsiders though after Man City. We're going to look at Tottenham next when we look at their game away to Fulham. I think they'll come through that game, so spoiler as to what I'm going to pick. But um, I also think that they're desperate, desperate to to win a trophy. I think Ange Postacoglu is going to name a near first team for nearly every single game. Tottenham know they're not going to win the Premier League. Tottenham 
probably know they have a very, very outside chance of even finishing in the top four. But if they can finally get that monkey off their back and win a trophy, and this realistically is their best chance of winning a trophy, then 14 to 1 looks absolutely massive on Spurs. Before we move on to looking at that Fulham game, let me quickly take a pause here to talk about DraftKings. College football fans, are you ready for week one? DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sports app now. Use the code SGP. And once again, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with our code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. G-A-M-B-L-E-R-C. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms and terms available at sportsbook.com. Sorry, sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. I'll read that again because I pissed it up. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Moving on to this game with Tottenham travelling to Fulham. Tottenham are the 10 to 11 favourites to win it. It's 11 to 4 on the draw and it's 13 to 5 here on Fulham. The winner of the tie market sees Tottenham as the 4 to 7 favourites to qualify and Fulham are available here at 5 to 4. I cannot see past Tottenham winning this game. I think they are fully going to be I think they are going to be fully invested in this competition. And I think they're desperate to end the trophy drought. And I think this game could kickstart a potential run in this competition. I think they will pick up a win at Craven Cottage where Tottenham have actually won on their last seven visits. So I think there's a very good chance they could make it eight in a row. Fulham, they don't really tend to take this competition seriously. So I do think that adds more weight to the selection. The proof is the fact that Fulham have fallen at the each, at the first hurdle in each of the last two seasons in the EFL Cup. So Premier League survival and the Premier League seems to be most important to Fulham. And the season before it was getting into the Premier League. So I do believe that Fulham will prioritise the league once again. I think we'll see a heavily rotated Fulham team. I do also think that Ange will change three or four players. But ultimately... I think the focus will be the trophy. I think Tottenham will want to continue this bright start that they've made under Ange Postacoglu. And they make, and they can actually make it three wins in a row here. And they could even shut out a Fulham side who failed to score in four of the last six home defeats to Tottenham. Tottenham kept a clean sheet at the weekend and they kept one against Manchester United. So it would not surprise me to see them make it three in a row against a Fulham side who have lost four of their last six home EFL Cup ties. have gone out in the first round at the first hurdle sorry for the last two seasons and against the Tottenham side who always seem to beat Fulham they're unbeaten in nine games against Fulham winning eight of those matches and come here with a record of winning their last seven visits to Craven Cottage so we'll ride all of that data and we will take Tottenham at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110 to pick up the win on the money line against Fulham tomorrow night. Up next, we look at a team who were in the EPL last season, but they no longer are. They're now playing in the championship. 
I'm talking about Leeds, they travel to Salford City. Now, Salford City are a very, very well-followed team here in the UK. They are in the lower leagues, but they did have their own TV documentary over here because they are owned by players from the class of 92 from Manchester United. They are owned by Gary Neville, Phil Neville, Paul Scholes, David Beckham and Ryan Giggs. And I think Nicky Butt has a stake as well. They all have a minority stake in the club. Gary Neville has the largest and is massively involved in the running of the club. So this is a very, very well-followed team, a very, very known team here in the UK, despite the fact that they are in the lower leagues. They are here the clear 5-1 to underdogs, though, to win this game. It's 16-5 to on the draw, and Leeds are the 8-15 to favourites. I'm actually going to fade Leeds here. I don't think Leeds are going to win this game, at least not in a 90-minute period. I think Salford have a very, very good chance of actually going through or at least keeping this very, very close and maybe forcing it to go to penalty shootouts, which is what we have. We don't have extra time here in this game. Salford knocked out Preston in the last round and Leeds have won just two of the last 12 League Cup away games inside the 90-minute period. Leeds also have a plethora of injuries coming into this game. They're currently without seven first-team players through injury. And I think Daniel Farker will be eager not to lose any more players in this squad because this is a secondary competition and their primary focus will be the Premier League. So ultimately... I think we see a less experienced team here. I think Leeds want to build off what they did over the last two games. They ended up winning 2-1 against Shrewsbury in the first round of this competition. And that was quite an inexperienced side as well. But I think this one will be even less experienced than that one. And at the weekend, they got a huge victory, 4-3 at Ipswich. But they are Leeds' only two wins of the season. And they have a history of being victim of giant killings. So... I think Salford genuinely could push this to extra time. Uh, sorry, push this to a penalty shootout and maybe even knock Leeds out in the 90 minute period. Leeds are easy to score against at the moment. They have yet to keep a clean sheet this season. They're coming into this one off the back of a 4 3 win. Salford have only failed to score once in this early part of the season and bagged twice against Preston, suggesting that they do have the tools in their locker to trouble Leeds. So. We're going to take a punt here on Salford on the double chance market. This is a 6-4 plus 150 selection on Salford just not to lose. So if they can draw this game and force a penalty shootout or they can actually knock Leeds out in 90 minutes, then we cash this selection. And given that Leeds' priorities are probably going to be elsewhere, I think we have a very, very good chance of getting it done here in this one. Before we move on to a selection of games from Wednesday, let me quickly tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. August is almost over and you know what that means. Time is running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. The time to get it done is now because the last day to draft your fantasy team is actually September the 7th which is just over a week away. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with the promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy and the fantasy promo code SGPN. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-GAMBLER, G-A-M-B-L-E-R. 
Finally, let me tell you guys about the SGP Patreon. Make sure you check out our Patreon. This one's all about the SGP family, which I have actually now been a part of for nine years and three months. It will be 10 years, a decade of me uh, being on this network coming up in June. So, Support the show, sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize. This week's Patreon Pick'em is a, sorry, this week's Patreon Pick'em is all week one college football. The Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. So if you want to get involved, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patreon let's move on to wednesday's games and almost automatically I have to look at chelsea when was the last time they ever played in round two of this competition they're at home to afc wimbledon and they are unbackable as the one to eight favorites it's 15 to 2 on the draw and it's 20 to 1 here on afc wimbledon Chelsea win this game and the strength of their team will probably dictate how easily they go on to win this game. Chelsea have an excellent home record in this competition overall, particularly against teams outside of the top flight. They always seem to win these type of games. They've netted at least three times in each of the last five games against lower league opposition and even with a mix and match side here I think they have the squad depth to destroy Wimbledon here and Wimbledon are really going to struggle to stay in this game so I can't see anything more than a convincing Chelsea win we're looking for different ways to bet this Chelsea and over two and a half goals is a little short at the price of four to seven you could take Chelsea to score over two and a half goals just by themselves that one is available at seven to ten that one for me is a little bit more appealing Chelsea to cover a minus uh, a minus 2.5 Asian handicap is available at 6 to 5 plus 120 so that's a little bit risky that involves Chelsea scoring three goals and for there to be no contribution from Wimbledon if there is a contribution from Wimbledon Chelsea would need to score four my main lean for this game will be the team title so I'll go in the middle I won't take the 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 shortest selection of Chelsea and over two and a half I will go for Chelsea to get the over two and a half goals themselves so we're going to take the Chelsea team total here and if they do what they did against Luton on Friday then that will be enough to cash and obviously Wimbledon are a lower level of opposition than Luton but that is obviously um, counteracted by the fact that Chelsea are likely to rest some players here. But they've got a good enough squad here to overcome their opponents comfortably. And I think it's going to be a comfortable night here for Chelsea. Up next, I've opted to look at Nottingham Forest against Burnley because it is another all-Premier League game. Forest are the 13-10 favourites on the money line. It's 23-10 on the draw. And it's 2-1 here on Burnley. The winner of the tie market sees Nottingham Forest at 8 to 11 and Burnley at even money. Very interested in Forest to qualify here. That 8 to 11 really does appeal. I do think Nottingham Forest will be the team that goes through, especially after last season. I felt that their 
run to the semi-finals of this competition actually helped them. Um, particularly at home last season in the Premier League. Forest were very, very good. And this one is being played at home. They have a good record in the EFL Cup, but they are difficult to trust on the money line because of their defensive issues. I think having the... Um, Having the draw there as an insurance policy in a draw no bet market would be a better way to go if you're looking for a 90-minute market. But ultimately, I'm willing to risk the penalty shootout. And I think Nottingham Forest will be able to go through here against a Burnley team who have lost both of their opening two Premier League games and I think are finding it difficult to find their feet in top flight. It's going to get no easier here. I think Vincent Company is likely to make more changes than um, Steve Clark is. I think Nottingham Forest will really want to go through and replicate what they did last season. Nottingham Forest have advanced from nine of their 11 home League Cup ties. And as I said, they're coming up against a Burley team. They've not started the season well and have shipped six goals in their first two games of the season. And Nottingham Forest, they look far more attack-minded this season. And um, I believe that they'll be able to get past Burnley. I think they'll have enough. And I'm going to take Forest not on the money line, but just to qualify here. So Forrest to win the tie at the price of 8-11. to 11. Here's my selection for this one. Final game we're going to have a look at because this team are in absolute disarray. It is Everton. They're yet to score a single goal this season, yet where they are the 2-5 to five away favourites travelling to Doncaster. It's 19-5 on the draw and it's 7-1 to one here on Doncaster. Everton need to stay in the Premier League, but I don't think they can afford to not take this game seriously. So I think this is a game they absolutely have to win. And uh, I think they will get the win here. But I'm just not sure that this is going to be the goal scoring exercise that their manager and their supporters will want it to be. Everton don't have the best record in the League Cup recently, but they do tend to be okay in this situation as they do tend to avoid giant killings. So even if they do rotate some of their players, the players that are playing aren't doing particularly well. So it could probably do them some good to see some new faces out there, perhaps build some chemistry that they can carry over to the league. Doncaster almost the perfect opponents because they are in League Two and they are the bottom side in League Two. They are making too many mistakes and I believe that Everton should be able to pick them off. Everton have been creating chances but have failed to score and uh, I don't think their attack will suddenly explode into life but I do think they'll pick up a win I'm going to take Everton here and I'm comfortable very comfortable tacking on under four and a half goals I just don't think there's any way this game will see five goals Everton with the under four and a half goals tacked on changes this selection from a two to five selection on Everton to the price of eight to eleven and we will make that our selection here for this one Closing out with your lock on this show, seeing as we are quite high on Tottenham in particular to have a run in this competition, it almost seems automatic that we take Tottenham as the lock. We haven't seen anything Spursy from them yet. The most Spursy thing to do would have been to beat Man United and have a letdown away to Bournemouth, but it was a very, very professional performance. That's a difficult place to go to. Yet Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham managed to navigate it, not just easily, but very, very professionally, which are two words that we haven't used for Tottenham 
as of late. The fans are fully invested in Ange at the moment. They don't care about Harry Kane. They're singing, they're singing anti-Mauricio uh, Pochettino songs because they're so happy with the appointment of Ange Postacoglu at the moment. If history is anything to go by, something is going to go wrong eventually. But I don't think it's going to be here. I think Tottenham will win because they will just take this more seriously than Fulham, despite the fact that Fulham are the home team. Usually in these situations, you'll find it's the away team who make wholesale changes because the home team have a lot more supporters there and they don't want to disappoint that many people. But in this situation, I think it'll be different. Even if the two teams are equal, I think you have to ride the momentum of Tottenham. Last season, Tottenham should have got much further in the FA Cup and Antonio Conte sillily made too many changes for the game against Sheffield United and Tottenham exited the competition unnecessarily. I don't think we'll see the same here. I think we'll see Tottenham doing what they need to do, going through and making it three wins in a row for Spurs and Big Ange Postacoglu. So once again, your lock here on the show is going to be Tottenham on the money line at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. I was tempted to play this safer. I was tempted just to take Tottenham to qualify, but the original price of four to six minus 150 is gone. And even though my rule is don't give out anything worse than minus 200. I tend not to give out anything worse than minus 150. So I'm getting even stricter on myself. But a four to seven probably would have been absolutely fine. But I just don't think it's necessary. I don't think Tottenham are going to need a penalty shootout to beat a Fulham side who historically don't take this competition seriously, have gone out of the first hurdle for the last couple of seasons. And at the moment, Tottenham are just better and I want to be on the Tottenham train. So we'll ride Tottenham here for your lock on this show. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.